What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Something About Sports Podcast. This is your host, once again, Leon Edwards, back with another Chiefs game preview. This one, um, the Chiefs' Week 11 game. The 6-4 Kansas City Chiefs are going to be taking on the 7-2 Dallas Cowboys. This should be a, a really, really good game. Before I hop into everything that I want to talk about, I just want to mention a couple of things. The first thing being that I'm feeling a little under the weather. It's just been a hell of a week trying to get this podcast out with family stuff going on. And now I'm feeling sick and just uh, been been a, a tough stretch. So not feeling that good. You guys will probably be able to notice it in my voice. Got some congestion, allergy, mixture of something going on. So it's definitely affecting the way I sound, the way I got to talk and, and all that stuff. And then also this episode's coming out a little bit late. So I know a lot of people who normally listen to this, the time you're going to be listening to this this week will have to be Sunday before the game starts. So a lot of people may not hear it, but I still want to get it out there. I still want to document it. still want to see what I can learn from it. I learned from recording my own podcast and listening to it as well. So I want to see what I can learn. I want to see what the, the predictions, how the predictions go, have that stuff on record. And, and also for those people that will listen, I know some people will get it and I appreciate you guys that will. So just wanted to toss those couple of things out out there this one might not you know be that long just not feeling that great just kicking my butt to even record this so just wanted to at least get something out there if i don't have the same energy or the same analysis or going deep into certain things that's that's going to be the reason but back to this game just a few things i want to talk about going into this game the chiefs coming off of that big win you want to see them carry that momentum over that's a word that i've used on this podcast so much over the last month the momentum you want to see them carry that momentum come in with the confidence coming with the energy that you saw them come out with last week and that's what lets you know the chiefs are being the chiefs and you haven't seen that at times over that rough stretch but hopefully last week they sparked it they got a little bit of their swagger back we're going to say that a lot for the rest of the year as well hopefully we're saying it for quite a while but you want to see that continue. You want to see them be able to keep that energy up, come out in this game with energy. And this is a big game. Every game from here on out, really, for the Chiefs is a big game just because they've dug themselves into this hole, not only from a standings standpoint, but also just from a contender status standpoint. And right now they're clawing their way back since they're clawing their way back into that conversation week by week and performance by performance. And this is just a great way to stamp that this last month going into the bye week on a high. So this is a big game for them. And I think they'll come out accordingly. You want to see the play calling. You want to see them come out looking as prepared as they looked last week. I do think Dan Quinn will probably have some stuff in there that they didn't prepare for. So they'll they'll still have to make adjustments. But you want to see Andy Reid on this game with that. I think the biggest matchup is going to be Andy Reid versus Dan Quinn. Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy has his place in there as well. But the biggest thing is going to be that Andy Reid versus Dan Quinn, the things that Dan Quinn does, how can Andy Reid adjust to him, and just seeing how prepared the Chiefs look and how how well they execute what, what the game plan is and then what they also try to do as the game wears on. This game, as I talked about, this game is a big game for the Chiefs, and it's not really relevant for the AFC. It's not going to really change the Chiefs' standing as far as playoff picture or anything like that. But it's a huge game for the Chiefs to regain some respect. I think with the Chiefs being as good as they've been through these recent years, 
some of the runs that we've been seeing teams on have opened people up to like not like teams that win a lot. And right now, the Chiefs have taken that mantle. Everybody's having to see him on national TV all the time. You hear him talk about Patrick Mahomes. They're in the big games. They become that team that most other fan bases like to root against. They just want to see them lose at this point. And so since they've gone on this little I won't even say losing streak. They've been winning, but since they just haven't been looking like themselves, it's like the first opportunity for a lot of those people to say the Chiefs aren't good or have merit in in their dislike or their lack of respect for the Chiefs. I think this would really be able to change that conversation a little bit, get them some of that respect that that some of that respect back that they've earned over the last few years, but this year they haven't quite been playing to the level that they have been. So. You want to see them get some of that respect back and then finish this month off undefeated. A 4-0 month. We talked about it at the beginning of the month, man. No loss November, as Ken Swanson says over at KCSN. But you want to you you want to put that final stamp on this month. You've, this month's been a weird one. You come into the month and you started off with a game against the Giants, the Giants are very beat up, also not a very good team, and you don't look really look good in the process of beating them. You win the game, but you don't look great. You don't look like yourself. Patrick Mahomes really didn't look good, and then you go into the, the next game against the Green Bay Packers. You go into to that game, and it's some of the same. Now, the defense looks really good in that game. And, and granted, the defense looks really good in the Giants game as well. But the defense looks good in that game. The offense only scores 13 points. And, and Aaron Rodgers isn't playing in that game. So that adds a big, a big asterisk to it. And you have all of those things surrounding that game. Mahomes still doesn't look like himself. I talked about on here, he looked a little bit better than the Giants game. He looked like himself a little bit more in that one. And then you get the Raiders, who the Raiders are seeming like a team that's trending in the wrong direction and there's that while they look good in the standings and while they've been a good team thus far we're all expecting the other shoe to drop on the Raiders at some point even if all of the crazy stuff hadn't happened I think we still would have been in that place at least Chiefs fans we've seen this too many times for the Raiders over recent years we were waiting on that other shoe to drop. That team wasn't going to be as good as the record show. They weren't going to be as good as they had been playing at the beginning of the year. And while they're not a terrible team, while they're a better team than the Giants, while they're, I, prob- I won't say, they're probably not very much worse than the Packers without Aaron Rodgers. The Packers have more weapons, but Jordan Love was just really bad in that game, and the Chiefs could do whatever they wanted to defensively. So I would say that the Raiders' offense isn't any worse. You still have a lot of people to worry about on the Packers as well, but that's still not a win that just people are saying. The Chiefs stamped it against a a top-tier team. All the top-tier teams the Chiefs have played against so far, they've lost to. And they all just so happen to be the AFC teams, so they've dug this hole. You've you've lost big to the Buffalo Bills. You've lost big to the Tennessee Titans. You lose to the Baltimore Ravens in a game where you were up by double digits in the fourth quarter. And now you need that signature win to finish off this month to solidify yourself as being back and to go into the bye week on a high note. So you want to have this win, and I think you need it or Pretty much all of the stuff building up over these last few weeks, it goes away a little bit. And you have to wait until we see another game against a good team to determine who this team really is. And and 
I think that's big. I think that's what makes this game really important. And that's something big to watch as a Chiefs fan. So I talk about this not going that long. And then I just got off on that whole tangent. So we might be here a normal amount of time. Let's see how this thing goes, guys. First, I'll get into the offense. I've continued to say it on every podcast for a little while now. The first thing I mentioned and the first word I say is usually Patrick Mahomes. And what are we going to see from him? Is he going to look better? Is he going to you know, look like himself? And I think that we will see Patrick Mahomes be Patrick Mahomes. And I think we'll probably see that for the rest of the year. He looked like he got his confidence back. He looks like he's gotten a lot more comfortable behind this offensive line, specifically playing with Orlando Brown. And I think that this Chiefs team is, is going to start trending in the right direction, especially as far as Mahomes is concerned. The offensive line should have a pretty good game. This isn't a slouch of a Cowboys defensive line, but it's not a defensive line with just a whole bunch of top-end talent. Their best defensive player, Demarcus Lawrence, is still on injury reserve with a foot injury. I believe he broke that foot, if I'm not mistaken. There is a former Jayhawk, those of you guys that listen to me for KU content. Doris Armstrong does play for this team. One of the better talents that KU had come through in recent years as far as defensive line, but my digress on that, just wanted to throw that out there for my Jayhawks that may be listening something else to watch but this is a defense that is it's really good stopping the run not as good stopping the pass about middle of the pack stopping the pass top 10 defense against the run so it bodes well for what the Chiefs want to do you want to see the offensive line have a good game in this one and I say that they don't have this this Presence, the dominant presence, top tier talent on the defensive line. That is me under the assumption that Micah Parsons isn't playing edge. And so Micah Parsons, those of you guys that don't know, Micah Parsons is one of the best rookie defenders right now in the NFL. Just a, a really, really good player. Very versatile guy. He's played on the edge this year for the Dallas Cowboys. He's also played traditional linebacker as well. My guess is that we see him standing up, running around with the Chiefs passing off as being what it is. He's going to be their best linebacker as far as the athleticism and coverage. Maybe not necessarily. He's he's not necessarily an elite covered guy, but he can he at least has the speed to to catch guys and he at least has the athleticism to make some plays in the passing game. The rest of their linebackers outside of him really aren't that strong. The guys that can tackle, but not really guys that are going to scare you in the passing game. So this could be another Kelsey game, especially if Micah Parsons lines up on the edge. I don't expect that, but you never really know what Dan Quinn and the wrinkles he could throw in. But Micah Parsons, number 11 for the Dallas Cowboys, this is a guy to watch. He's a, a really good player. You got to know where he is. And him and, and Trayvon Diggs, both of those guys, those two guys you got to pay attention to just can can definitely turn the game on its head. I'll get into Trayvon Diggs here in a minute, but wanted to at least talk about Micah Parsons and the linebacker core and what that meant for how the Kansas City Chiefs are going to play. So. Mahomes should have some time in this game. He should be able to get some good pockets, which should bode well for the passing game, especially the intermediate game, depending on how Dan Quinn decides to play. And if we see the the, the two shell or if we see him blitzing some safeties and leaving one guy up, I, I don't know if I anticipate seeing a whole lot of blitz in this team. Just aren't blitzing Mahomes right now. But 
it will be interesting to see the offensive line in a game where they're supposed to be dominant, see them perform and see what they can do in this game. The cornerbacks for the Dallas Cowboys, they're very aggressive. They are. They do leave themselves open to double moves and things like that, which I think like a, a sneaky pick for somebody to maybe score a touchdown in this game. You can see like a Demarcus Robinson scoring a touchdown off a double move. He's one of those guys that, that the Chiefs like to get into some double moves and, and beat teams down the field. He does a pretty good job of that every once in a while. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him maybe get a, a long touchdown off a double move or something like that catch this aggressive group coming down and, and overplay at a router something along those lines but they do play aggressive they will make plays on the ball this is not a game where you can have balls getting dropped and tipped up into the air this isn't a game where Patrick Mahomes can just put ball after ball in harm's way with the defense this group of quarterbacks will come up with it they are very aggressive to the football and they actively seek out interceptions there's there's not an accident that they have a lot and Trayvon Diggs is the leader of that he's leading the NFL in interceptions right now and he he really has this Marcus Peters Maverick style of playing where it's forced to turn over over anything. And it can lead to him getting beat. It can lead to the covers not being as good all the time. But it also leads to him forcing a lot of turnovers. And that's something that the Chiefs have been prone to this year. So you really want to see the the precision and execution of last week carry over into this game. So the Chiefs can protect the ball, win that turnover battle again, and and take away that element of the Cowboys' defense, which is really the element that saves them in a lot of situations. They are beatable in the passing game if you can keep from turning the ball over, but that's what you have to do. And I think that's going to play into kind of going back to Dan Quinn and what he does. That's kind of going to play into, you know, what I think he decides to do in this game. I think he decides to play the two shell. I think he decides to make the Chiefs, you know, beat that look, the look that's been that they've been struggling with. And even if they do, that still calls for you to throw the ball or run the ball seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven play drives. Just continue to. Take what the defense is giving you. Take short passes, dump offs. It opens you up for more drops. It opens you up for more mistakes, for more off-target throws. And I think that's something that the Cowboys will take advantage of. So that's something to pay attention to as well in this game. I'm gonna be looking. I'm gonna be looking for Josh Gordon. Still haven't seen a big game from him. I do think that eventually he will have some moments. He will score a touchdown or two before it's all said and done. And you gotta watch for him every game. I'm excited to. You know, see his development. This could be the week where we see him, you know, make some noise. And I hope it is. I'd probably guess it may not be. But coming out of the bye week, I think it's probably when we see it. But I'll be watching to see what his involvement is. If he could get a couple catches or a couple targets at least and kind of what he does with those. All right. So my pick for MVP in this game is going to be Tyreek Hill. I think Tyreek Hill has a huge Tyreek Hill game, couple of touchdowns, 115 plus yards with this quarterback group. I think, I don't know if he's going to break loose for a whole bunch of long touchdowns. I do think he probably gets one or two long gains. I don't know if they result in touchdowns, but I do think he gets one or two long gains. But I think this is the type of game where the Chiefs can get him going in intermediate and Patrick Mahomes can move around a little bit and find him in some deep windows or some intermediate windows. And I think he has a, a big game and maybe not like a Tyreek Hill flashy type of big game, but I think we could see a 
eight or nine catch game for 120 something yards and a touchdown or two from him. And I think that that would, you know, be enough for him to get the MVP of the game. All right. So moving on to the defense, this is going to be a very tough task for the Kansas City Chiefs defense. This offense for the Dallas Cowboys is loaded. It's the best offense by stats in the NFL right now and by talent. You really can't argue with it. You just have so many weapons and led by a quarterback who's awesome. Dak Prescott. Okay, let me kind of take a step back real quick here. Dak Prescott, if you are not familiar with him, he is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. The Chiefs are going to be dealing with a guy who's just, he, he plays the quarterback position the perfect way, but he also is able to throw on the run. He's also able to extend plays. He's also able to hurt a defense with his legs. He just is the complete package of a quarterback. He's surrounded by weapons, and he just looks crisp. He always looks in control, and this is a guy you want to pay attention to because he can absolutely shred you. This is a guy who could throw for 400-plus yards and four touchdowns in a game and make it look easy. Dak Prescott is that good. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL. He's easily a top five quarterback and probably if the season ended today would be would be the MVP or very close to it. I don't see him being less than the, the second vote getter for the MVP award. This is a guy who can play and the Chiefs have to be ready for him. But the tough part is, is that he's got a lot of guys coming in with him. You talk about CeeDee Lamb. Michael Gallup, Cedric Wilson, Dalton Schultz, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, just guy after guy. I'll get into those guys individually. There is a big omission with me recording this late and having to release this podcast late. The news of Amari Cooper not playing in this game did come out. That makes the job of the Kansas City Chiefs defense a lot easier. Amari Cooper, while he's not, he's not the Amari Cooper that we used to have to deal with when he was playing for the Oakland Raiders, but he still has that talent. He still has that precise route running. He's just not the best receiver on his team anymore, but he can hurt you. He still can go for 120 yards and a touchdown or two in a game. So that's a guy that changes the whole complexion of their offense. But if there was ever a time for the Cowboys to have to deal with something like this, it was right now with getting Michael Gallup back, who would have been their number three. He's been their number two behind Amari Cooper before the last couple of years when they drafted CeeDee Lamb. But so he's a guy that's familiar with the system. He's been around. He's a very good player as well. So they still will have a lot of weapons for Dak Prescott to use to take advantage of this Chiefs defense. We all know about the Cowboys offensive line. It's not the Cowboys offensive line that we've seen during the the days of Zeke being the best running back in the league and things like that. But it's still a very good offensive line and they are getting all pro tackle Tyron Smith back. You talk about an offensive line with three first round picks on it. You talk about an an offense with just the the top tier picks invested in it alone. It's just uh, something that's something that the Chiefs are having dealt with in this month so far. The the Packers are a good offensive line, and I will probably compare the Packers to this offensive line a little bit. But the Packers without Aaron Rodgers just can't take advantage of it as well as Dak Prescott will be able to with the Chiefs. So this will be a big test for the defensive line to see what kind of penetration they can get, who can win one-on-one. Dak Prescott is also one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL against the Blitz. So Spagnuolo 
loves to blitz. He loves to bring those exotic coverages, get teams in third and long, and bring pressure from weird places. This is probably one of those games he can't do that. So you'll really have to see what this defensive line can do if they can step up and make plays when the Chiefs need them to because this is one of those games where they will. You just won't be able to bring a lot of extra pressure or you're pretty much giving Dak touchdowns and yards. It'll be a fun a fun matchup to watch for sure. So you need that confidence and swagger from the secondary as well, but they also have to be very disciplined. They these these guys can really open wreck a game open. CeeDee Lamb is one of the biggest talents at wide receiver. Me personally, I thought he was the best receiver coming out of last year's class. I would have taken him. If I was taking a receiver in the first round last year, he would have been my choice. He just has the talent, the size. He can run after the catch. He's a a fast guy, but he's also a contested catch guy. He's just a do-it-all receiver and a very, very good player. And he can beat you by himself. Like this is a guy who could have 175 receiving yards in, in a game and just absolutely dominate a defense. I don't anticipate that happening. I, I do think that a lot of what we've seen so far this month from the secondary is real and repeatable. And I've said that on here before. And this is really the first test of if I'm going to stand on that or not, because I do think that that stuff is repeatable. There's a lot of things that we've seen that they can carry into this game and they have to come out with that confidence that they can do so and be able to stand on it for 60 minutes because this is an offense that has so many ways to beat you and you won't be able to really sell out to stop the pass or the run because you you talk about the guys in the passing game. You talk about CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup, Dak Prescott throwing them the ball, Dalton Schultz who's having a breakout year at tight end as well. And Cedric Wilson, who's been playing that that third wide receiver well while Michael while Michael Gallup has been out, he'll still have the opportunity to play that role. So there's still a lot of firepower, but with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard in the backfield, you can't just sell out to stop the pass because both of those guys can kill you in the running game and also in the short passing game. So there's a lot to think about for the Chiefs. You wonder if they sell out to stop the run or the pass. The Cowboys... They don't want to beat you with the running game, but they can. I think the Chiefs probably focus more on the passing game and and see what they can take away there. And if they have to turn it into a slugfest, I think the Chiefs will be okay with that right now. So that's just my guess. I, I don't really know what to expect. I do think that this defense is going to surprise the people. I think they legitimately have been playing better, and I think we see that continue. They're not going to hold this Cowboys this Cowboys offense down, but you force a turnover or two, you make some key stops and key moments, you know, you hold them under 28 points. I think that's a victory, and you win the game. I think that's a victory for this defense, and I think that's something that we could very well see in this game. So, and with that comes the opportunity for one of these cornerbacks to step up. I've been going back and forth on who I thought would be the MVP for the defense between Rashad Fenton and Charvarius Ward because I think both of those two guys are they're going to have some some tough matchups and I think that they're going to get tested. Dak Prescott's going to be okay testing them. And I, for whatever reason, I just feel like it's going to be Fenton. He's going to go after Fenton and I think Fenton's going to have the opportunity to make some plays in this game and 
if what we've seen out of him so far this season says anything, he's going to be up for it and he's going to make some plays. And I think we see him do some really good things in this game. Of course, everybody's going to have their tough reps. This is just an outstanding offense, outstanding quarterback with with a crazy amount of talent. So everybody's going to take their lumps in the game. But I could very well see him having enough opportunities to make plays to do enough to stand out. And I think that's who is going to be as Rashad Fenton. As far as a prediction for this one, I think the game surprises some people. I think I think the Chiefs defense does a better job than people expect. I'm predicting a 28 to 24 Chiefs win. I think that the talk about the Chiefs offense comes down to earth just a little bit after this one, just because I think that the the uh, two shells still gives them some trouble. I think that they probably may not break a whole bunch of big plays and just look like they're humming like they were last week. It'll probably be some kind of in between of that. But also, I think that the defense does enough, holds the Cowboys to 24 points, and the Chiefs are able to win this game. So that's my guess. It's tough with, with the way the Chiefs have been going and actually how good I think this Cowboys team is. It's really tough to pick this game, and you hope for a good game. But I just think that the Chiefs, the Chiefs have, they, they've, these are the kind of games they thrive in, number one. And number two, I think they figured it out for this year. I think they understand now that this is the 2021 Kansas City Chiefs and not the 2018 to 2021 Kansas City Chiefs. Like, this is a different group. This is a different team. You got to win differently. The NFL is different. And I think that they've they figured that out and they've settled into the role that they're going to have to play for this year. So I'm excited to watch it. I think it's going to be a great, great game and a great litmus test for the Chiefs. The game could very well end up in a shootout. It could end up in the 30s or 40s. And the Chiefs could very well lose this game. I think it's very close. So I'm not going to say I'd be shocked if the Chiefs lost. I'm not going in just 100% smack confident that they're going to win like I was last week but I do I just I just have a feeling that this is that moment for the Chiefs going into the bye week they can put it all out there they have a little bit of confidence coming into this one and I think it's just that time they understand that we as fans understand that it's that time of the year now that it's now or never if you're going to be a great team and you're going to be a contender you got to beat good teams start it now Finish off this undefeated month and go into the bye week on a high note. I think the Kansas City Chiefs handle business in this one, and I think it's a fun game to watch. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'm going to get out of here, get some medicine in me, and get some sleep. But have fun watching the game. You guys know where to find me on all the socials and everything. It'll be in the podcast description as well. Thanks one more time for all the support. Thanks for continuing to listen. You guys to hear this one, I know you guys are the real, real fans, so I appreciate you guys as well. And until next time.